0: Justice Sotomayor has our opinion this morning, case 17532, Herrera versus Wyoming. In 1868, the Crow tribe entered into a treaty with the United States. The tribe agreed to cede most of its territory in what is now Montana and Wyoming. In exchange, the United States promised that the tribe, quote, shall have the right to hunt on the unoccupied lands of the United States so long as game may be found thereon and peace subsist on the borders of the hunting districts. This case concerns the ongoing validity of this 1868 treaty right. Patricia Clavin Herrera is a member of the Crow tribe who hunted a group of elk in the Bighorn National Forest in Wyoming in 2014. The area where he hunted is made up of land ceded by the Crow tribe in 1868. The state of Wyoming charged Herrera with unauthorized hunting, and Herrera argued that he had a protected right to hunt in the forest pursuant to the 1868 treaty. The state appellate court rejected Herrera's defense, The court decided that Herrera could not rely on the 1868 treaty, right? Because that right expired when Wyoming became a state in 1890. The court also held that Herrera could not argue otherwise because the Crow tribe already litigated the same issue and lost in an earlier 10th circuit case. We disagree. In concluding that the tribe's hunting right expired upon Wyoming statehood, both the Wyoming court and the Tenth Circuit before it relied on a decision of this court, Ward versus Racehorse. Racehorse held that, the, that Wyoming statehood did extinguish a similar hunting right guaranteed in a different treaty. But a more recent decision of this court, Minnesota v. Millax undercut both pillars of Racehorse's reasoning. Millax established that the crucial inquiry for treaty termination analysis is whether Congress has expressly abrogated a treaty right or whether a termination point identified in the treaty itself has been satisfied. Millax repudiated the reasoning of Racehorse and the 10th Circuit's decision relying on that case. Because of this change in law, Herrera is not precluded by the Tenth Circuit's decision from arguing that the 1868 treaty right survived Wyoming statehood. Turning to the merits, Mill Act shows that the 1868 treaty right did not expire at statehood. There is no evidence in the Wyoming Statehood Act or in the treaty itself that Congress intended the hunting rights to expire at statehood or that the tribe would have, would have understood it to do so. Wyoming argues that statehood, as a practical matter, rendered all the lands in the state occupied. But this boils down to an attempt to read the treaty, implicitly to terminate at statehood, which Millax forbids. We therefore hold that the 1868 treaty right remains in force. The Wyoming State Court also ruled against Herrera for the additional reason that the treaty right applies only on unoccupied lands, and the Court concluded that the National Forest became categorically occupied when it was created. We again disagree and hold that Bighorn National Forest did not become categorically occupied within the meeting of the treaty when the forest was created. Because the State Court did not give the Tenth Circuit's earlier decision preclusive effect as to this alternative ground, we do not address how issue preclusion principles would apply to this basis for the Court's decision. For these and other reasons set forth in our opinion, we vacate the judgment of the Wyoming District Court of the Fourth Judicial District and remand for further proceedings not inconsistent with this opinion— Justice Alito has filed a dissenting opinion in which the Chief Justice, Justice Thomas, and Justice Kavanaugh join.